You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Lying Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Lying Game After Show. Hello, Lion Game fans. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another after show for The Lion Game, Season 2, Episode 8. I'm your host, Kathy Kelly, and joining me is Danica Kennedy. Hey, Danica. Hey, how you doing? And then we also have a very special guest in studio tonight. You probably know her from the show as Laurel. It's Allie Gonino. Hey. <laughs> oh, thank thanks, you. Thank thanks you. for coming in. <laughs> of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, we want to talk about everything that you're doing right now. The Lion Game. The good, mad, mm-hmm. everything. Yes. Um, we're going to do a special segment at the very end of the show. Um, and then before that, we're actually going to recap last night's episode. It was okay. a, an awesome episode. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, well, everyone was, was kind of talking about the ending, too. Yeah. Because yeah. that's cliffhanger. <laughs> secrets, big tease. Yeah. There are always so many questions that we have at the end of each episode, and I feel like we finally got some answers in this one. Yeah. But now there's so many more new yeah. questions is the problem. The way to hook you back. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so um, our first topic of the night is going to be the love square between Emma, Ethan, Sutton, and Thayer. Mm-hmm. And this has been going on all season long. Um, in this episode, Sutton won. Wants Ethan back. Surprises? No. no not no. at all. <laughs> Everybody wants Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Yep. <laughs> um, so Sutton says that he made a mistake by choosing Emma and dumping her. Do you guys think that's true? Or who do you want her to end up with? Sutton to en- or Emma? Both of them. I think they both... I think everybody needs to move on. <laughs> no need, more Ethan for either of them? Yeah, like, Ethan needs a new lady. The twins need just two new To not men. date the same guys, yeah. perhaps? Yeah. Yeah, they're just swapping guys <laughs> all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like a lot of people on Twitter, though, want Emma and Ethan to be together, ultimately. I like them together more than Sutton and Ethan, though. But what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I mean... I get a lot of fans saying, like, oh, Emma and Thayer because they are so sweet, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess it's, like, the bad boy quality that everybody like, uh, everyone likes in Ethan. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Maybe I think it's exciting. He's, like, the good guy that's trying, or the bad guy that's trying to reform, like, like, uh, but he has like get better. Qualities. Yeah, get better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. Um, yeah, it, it seems like he's trying to get better. And, we all know at the end of last episode that Ethan and Emma kissed, and she really didn't bring that up at all in this episode. Yeah, it's almost like it never happened. Well, I mean, Emma's just being very sneaky, and that's a weird. It's weird to see her being sneaky, though, because Sutton's usually the one that's the sneakiest one, right? 
But there's a reason that they're twins. You know, they both share the same mother. Yeah. And she's a sneaky lady. Very sneaky. So... <laughs> First impressions are not always what they seem. Like you can't trust any of the characters. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Except for yours, of course. <laughs> yours is like the most trusting one. We'll just, you know, like it'll be like the the you know series finale, and we'll find out that Laurel was like the cause of every You're major. You killed Derek. You killed Derek. No, I did everything. <laughs> did um, yeah, we've always said that Laurel and Kristen are actually the two like good spirited, nice, good loyal people. people on the show. They're definitely, the. I feel like, the most protected, which yeah. maybe has a lot to do with it or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They just seem genuine. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, Emma's always been genuine, but now she's kind of... She has to sneak around that. now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, also, in the Love Square, Thayer apologizes to Emma for the whole fight last mm-hmm. week with Ethan. Um, I feel like they're going to fight again. I don't know when it's going to happen. Probably when he finds out that Emma kissed Ethan. But what do you guys think? You know, actually, that scene that ended up getting cut, like, was 20 seconds long. Like, it was, like, a much bigger fight than really ended up being shown on the show. Oh. Yeah. Was it too graphic? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it just took up too much time or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I can only expect that there would be more fights unless... The girls are like, all right, peace out to both of you. Yeah. <laughs> Work it out. <laughs> I mean, you you know what's going to happen already, and you probably can't tell what's going to happen, but I don't see Emma and Thayer lasting that much longer, because I feel like she doesn't like him that much. She doesn't. <laughs> I don't yeah. think she I don't, I don't get the chemistry. I feel like she has way more chemistry with Ethan, and that's why I want them together, yeah. not because he's like, ooh, the bad boy that's really hot or anything. I think yeah. they just have some chemistry. Natural attraction to each other. Yeah. It was really apparent first season, and I think that it's still kind of apparent, but she, she sees herself with Thayer because he's the better one on paper. Yeah. It's exactly. kind of like that conversation that Kristen had with her. Mm-hmm. Um, like... I married your dad, who is, like, the one who fit into my picture, and I didn't go through my feelings with Alec because he was, like, sort of the bad, the boy. bad boy. Which is weird, That's thinking so weird. about him being the bad boy now. He just, I don't know. So, like, <laughs> I don't know and who to trust. Like, yeah. um, so, speaking of bad boys, Jordan. Is he good or is he bad? It seems like he's flip-flopped this entire season um, based on whether he's following Rebecca's lead or if he's doing his own thing. I um, think he's a good guy. Really? I think he's a good guy. Um, I mean, people do things out of fear all the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, Rebecca's probably, you know, she's been manipulating him to do what she wants. And it's been some bad stuff. Yeah. But I think if he sort of decides to follow Alex's lead and get on Mad's good side. I don't know. I think he's I think he means well. He's just confused and scared. Me too. I think he's a good guy with a bad past that we mm-hmm. don't really know exactly mm-hmm. what happened yet. And I guess this is more of a prediction thing, but I'm going <laughs> to say it, it now <laughs> instead of leaving it till the end. But since he told Mads in this episode that uh, Rebecca was trying to make him do things and, you know, all that drama, I feel like he sent, he knows more than Mads does. He might tell Mads more secrets yeah. or details that will go to her friends, mm-hmm. possibly. We saw a little bit of that in this episode. We saw him kind of telling 
telling her, oh, I know about the twins. Mm-hmm. I, like, know, I know more yeah. than you think. Exactly. Yeah. And we're You so- might be right about <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe he'll tell Matt, he tells you and Sutton and Emma and everyone else. So. Mm-hmm. Do you have more scenes with him? Because I feel like your relationship kind of fizzled out. As it should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing, re- like, really yeah. real between that situation ever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we will be in another scene together, but it won't be, like, romantic. Yeah. I think, like, he's made up his mind about Mads and yeah. wants to pursue that. We've said all season long that we just want, like, a solid relationship for Laurel. Like, yeah. she deserves one. And we're kind of bummed that we haven't gotten that yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... You know, if she was focused on having a boyfriend and tending to that whole situation, she would have less time to be with her sisters and her family. I just think that, like, you know, her focus has been, like, take care of the family, sort of, and be there for the family. But, you know, uh, yes, I am also crossing my finger for one finger. Crossing my fingers. (laughs) Just one. (laughs) For a very hot male <laughs> next season. You wouldn't complain. No. If yeah. we if we see you with one, we'll be like, good job, girl. <laughs> yeah, so um, Jordan in this episode, he says he doesn't take orders anymore from Rebecca. And um, he says that he's going to tell the entire truth to Mads, which is what you kind of mentioned to or alluded to. And he says that she deserves to know the truth. Um, and I'm going to tell her about L.A. Mm-hmm. That's what Rebecca's been using to blackmail him the entire time. We yeah. still don't really know what it is. Mm-hmm. You'll find out. We'll find out? Yeah. Cool. Is it? Okay, I know you can't <laughs> say what it is, but on the scale of, like, say Say horrible, what you think it... Oh, okay. I have no idea On a scale of, be, really. like, pantsing someone to murder, how bad is it? It's somewhere in between. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway? <laughs> I mean... Um, I have compassion for Jordan, let's just say that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, um, Jordan, we also found out in this episode, he was the one that made the call from Flagstaff, Arizona, which then... Cleared up a lot of questions we had. Yeah. Um, but he was also the one that ended up sending Alec to jail, essentially. And... And Alec doesn't know that, so... That's going to be trouble when he finds out. Mm-hmm. When and if, I'm assuming that he will, he's going to be on Alex's bad side when that happens. I think Alex's going to be a little bit less pissed off because Jordan offered to help him in this episode. Mm-hmm. But I can still see him being mad. We saw him blow up at Thayer a few episodes ago, which yeah, is they not had a pretty. terrible relationship. <laughs> but I'm, I, I think we're going to see more what that's about. Yeah. Because there's clearly things we don't know about Alec and Thayer's situation that because like in the beginning of the se- or of the series it seemed like they had an okay relationship. Well, actually no cuz he went out to LA. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but he like came back. I don't know. It wasn't as bad as it is now. Exactly. Like it I got progressively starting- worse somehow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Every time that they hate each other though, I feel like it's when you know, you're rebelling against your parent. It's not like a deep hatred where mm-hmm. you never want to speak to this person again. It's just like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, defy you and move to LA or yeah, and like since, running away from home. Yeah, I guess trying to convict your father of murder though is like not Pretty that bad. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna see what that's all about. <laughs> I'm interested to see. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So also in this episode, Laurel realizes that Emma is her half-sister. She kind of puts together those puzzle pieces. And we've been wondering this entire season whether Laurel would accept Emma mm-hmm. um, as a sister. Now we know that they are actually related by blood or half-related by blood. Yes. And um, so there really isn't a question as to whether she would accept her. Yeah, I mean, I think Laurel had some hesitation in the beginning just because it was, like, shocking news mm-hmm. to hear about, like, the switching and Emma. And um, and I think she was kind of like, well, I don't know where my allegiance lies, but she's like, oh, well, we're blood, so of course. And I think she, I think Laurel does love Sutton, too. You know, like, mm-hmm. she puts up with so much. Um, I don't know. It's I still family, though, and... Yeah. That's more of a love-hate relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always thought Laurel and Emma's (laughs) characters were really cute together, like very compatible with their Mm -hmm. personalities. And in the show, it's like, oh, they're so nice. And then Sutton comes back in the picture and then it's, you know, disaster zone again. But you know what? I can't wait for all of them to start having like family dynamics together because it's it's funny, like Sutton brings out the sarcastic, witty side of Laurel, which Mm -hmm. I miss playing. I think like she used that sort of more as like a defense mechanism, so it was it would get annoying and like you know Laurel would probably think I wish she would at least like have a little bit of compassion like yeah. Emma does. So I'm hoping they'll balance each other out and then yeah, I don't know. It'll be <laughs> interesting to see the three of them together. Yeah, really weird. <laughs> just, just the twins hanging out together friendly, like, not hating each other is going to be interesting to see, too. Yeah. yeah. If that happens. (laughs) There was a really cute moment in this past episode, though, where um, I think Emma was saying that she regrets asking all these questions and, you know, digging deeper into this, you know, whole mystery. And Laurel's like, no, I'm so glad that you asked the questions. Mm -hmm. Like, look at what came out of it. I know. (laughs) really cute. Yeah. Laurel always seeing the bright side of stuff, you know. Yeah, but she's not Team Ted this episode. No, not at all. No, is anyone? I don't think so. Emma. Well, until yeah. the end, she yeah. was until. The very I think end. even even though that happened, I feel like she still doesn't want to believe it. Well, um. you would never want to believe something like that about your parent. Yeah, you know. Yeah, she might be in denial. But I guess we'll just have to see for because they leave us just with that where it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so I want to talk about uh, the whole Alec and Kristen new romance. Before we get into that, though, I just want to mention to all of our fans who are watching, if you're watching us on AfterBuzzTV.com or if you're watching us on YouTube, then please subscribe to our iTunes. It only takes like 30 seconds. All you have to do, go to your iTunes store, type in AfterBuzzTV. You can find um, all of the Line Game podcasts, and we do like 60 other shows here at AfterBuzz. So if you're a fan of anything from Pretty Little, Pretty Little Liars to uh, The Bachelor, what other shows do you do, Danica? I do Vanderpump Rules and The Carrie Diaries. Yeah. If you're fans of any of those, then definitely subscribe. And then also um, rate and comment because uh, we do read all of the comments and we love hearing your thoughts, um, whether it's predictions on the episode or just, you know, something nice or something we can improve on. Um, so special thanks to Court 0624, PS 8611, Gypsy 1990, and TV Fan 500, who all left amazing reviews. Um, as I said, we do read all of them. 
So thank and we you. love five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Give us six stars <laughs> if that's possible. No, uh, but yeah, rate and comment um, and tell a friend too because that's how we grow here at AfterBuzz. So, Alec and Kristen's romance mm. it seems like it came out of nowhere so fast too. Like I'm kind of wondering if it's because he actually you know loves her and like has loved her this whole time and wants to protect her now and sink his teeth into her or like or it's a plot again yeah like if it's if she he's dragging her and have they told you anything about the their high school years or no they've just kind of like um well i mean i just know that like they all went to high school together yeah and Ted and Alec were always, like, best friends, and apparently she had feelings for him, and apparently he had feelings for her. He was too big of a bad boy back then, though, so she didn't pick him, and... Yeah. It seems very similar to the twins' love square. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It mimics it. It's almost more dramatic, though. It's, like, more (laughs) messed up. because they're married, and... Yeah, and they have kids. I feel like they're both messed up. Like, sisters dating the same guys, and then married people cheating on one another. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it just seems more immature since they're adults and they have kids. Yeah. So it seems more dramatic to me for some reason. Yeah. But it's all happened really (laughs) fast. I mean, I feel like last episode was when we really saw Kristen and Alec get together, and now they're... Meeting in hotel rooms. Alex considering getting divorced. I mean, he was considering getting divorced from Rebecca (laughs) long ago, but he's like, yeah, I'm going to get divorced from Rebecca. Let's meet in a hotel. Kind of sketchy. Super sketchy. Yeah. (laughs) Extremely sketchy. He seems very manipulative again in this episode. Yeah. There's a lot of manipulative characters on this show. There's a lot of manipulation going on. Yeah. That's and why it's called The Lion King. Kristen is easy. Like, she's an easy target. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that. Well, um, she chickened out. She was going to, like, stay there with him. And then the whole thing with Ted, Ted coming out. home yeah. and he was freaking out. So I think that scared her and she felt really guilty. But I wonder if that didn't happen, if she would have... You know, yeah. it actually <laughs> um, nothing over. happens for a reason. Maybe she, you know, she wasn't supposed to yeah. go through with it. Ted's um, relationship with Rebecca reminds me a lot of Ethan and Sutton's relationship, where he doesn't really like her, but he like uses her as his backup chick, <laughs> <laughs> and he's really in love with Kristen, who's kind of like Emma, um, mm-hmm. and. It's it's just weird to see because he's still fighting for Kristen even though Rebecca's throwing herself at him. Mm-hmm. It's the same situation pretty much. I think it, you know like he has to feel wanted. Yeah. You know by someone. And if Emma he's is with wanted. Faye, yeah, but like I don't know. It's like he, a chase, he needs almost. to be wanted by the one that he wants. Yes. Yeah, that's the problem is it's like this person likes this person who likes this person who likes it. It's like a train instead of them liking each other back. Yeah. Well, makes for a good It's a TV, crazy though. show. <laughs> it's a crazy it show. It is. Uh, soap opera for teens. I love it. <laughs> Guilty pleasure. Uh, so when Ted like blows up, he says that Alec is the most untrustworthy bastard on the planet. Harsh words. True? Well, maybe. Yeah. Um, 
you know, from his perspective, maybe. Uh, but, I mean, he's also been lying to his family for the past 17 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but so. Alec lied, too. I mean, he's the one that knew about the twins. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, wasn't he the one that placed them in the two families to begin with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I've I've been talking crap about Alec since we first started. <laughs> I always am like, that guy is so creepy and like, so weird. And then the last few episodes, he's warmed up to me a little yeah. bit. And I'm starting to like him more. But now he's getting back to that super manipulative, uh, annoying qualities again. So I feel like it's easier to have compassion when you know people's motives. Yeah. Like, because you could be doing something bad in the eyes of people if you're trying to when you're actually like just trying to protect something which in theory like yes protecting the ones you care about is a good thing but it can also mix a lot of crap up Mm -hmm. so maybe he is trying to protect something and it makes it look bad because uh he he's just working to try to protect the secret or whatever it is that he's trying to keep from everyone. Well, he said to Thayer this episode, he's like, everything that I'm doing is for you. Mm-hmm. I still love you. So that could be his motive. I mean, his kids could be his motive. Yeah. That was such a weird scene where and he cuts him off on the highway just, or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was just talking <laughs> and then he's just parked on the side of the road. I was like, oh, how do Wait you know him? he was there? <laughs> Alec in his creepy ways. He yeah. is like big brother, though. He Last has like tracking devices too. on everyone, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> he must. He might. Yeah. <laughs> he might? Uh-oh. <laughs> it, we know that there's something going on. I mean, he yeah. knows like every conversation. He's always lurking. He's good at that. Lurking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, as we said earlier, Kristen goes to the hotel, leaves pretty much immediately, but they leave it open-ended, too. He's like, someday Mm -hmm. this will happen. Mm -hmm. I think that they're going to hook up. You think? Yeah. By the end of the season? Ooh, time pressure. (laughs) (laughs) But there's like two more episodes. So possibly, I could Mm -hmm. see it happening. It depends on how Ted's acting and everything. But I think that they could definitely hook up soon. Mm -hmm. They have chemistry. (laughs) I could see some more makeout sessions, but under trees. That was so awkward. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Why would you do that in broad daylight? In public. Yeah. People can see you. <laughs> Where Rebecca can see you is the most important Where thing. Where she just happened to be standing right at that moment. Yes. Of course, Alec wanted her to see it. Yeah. yeah. That's the whole point. Yeah. Um, so, Teresa is missing. That is the huge part of this episode. Um, we saw in the last episode, she left her rehearsal dinner to go on the hunt for mm. the person who's leaving flowers at Derek's grave. And as predicted... She's MIA in this episode. Mm -hmm. So we don't know where she is, whether she left or she was kidnapped. It kind of seemed like she just, you know, up and left. We knew this was going to happen, too. Yeah. Because it was the night before her wedding, and she's camping out in a graveyard waiting for someone. You just know something creepy is going to happen. You. You. (laughs) (laughs) Who is you? I know. And then they cut, and it's like, who? (laughs) And then we found out. Yes. We found out who. So, yeah, last week it ended with you, and then this week it ended with how could you <laughs> in the same place. Yeah. So, um, Dan, he was like the knight in shining armor this entire episode. He would not let up. And I feel like that speaks 
enormously to how much he actually loves her mm-hmm. and how much he knows her because he's like mm-hmm. she would never do this she would never leave like this and it was proven when they found the vows like in the middle of her car and I just like that he is not afraid of Alec anymore like sort of mm-hmm. he was always sort of under his thumb until this happened and now he's like not he's taking not taking no for an answer yeah. yeah, he's not taking no for it. So, do we think that uh, Teresa was kidnapped or murdered? I think kidnapped. I hope. Kidnapped. I hope kidnapped <laughs> is what I should say. You I don't can't talk know. about that. I don't know. Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say. <laughs> I don't so. know what happened. The Lion Game. <laughs> the Lion Game. <laughs> Our own version of the Lion Game. Of the Lion on game. Us. <laughs> uh, so. We're trying to find out this entire episode who left the flowers on Derek's grave, which is what Teresa was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And we have three suspects, potentially. The three main ones are um, Alec, Rebecca, and Ted. And Thayer suspects Alec um, because he's just creepy like that, and <laughs> Thayer has a thing against Alec. So he comes home with Mads after the rehearsal dinner, or Alec came home with Mads after the rehearsal dinner and then left again. Wasn't that to hang out with Christine? Conveniently, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so we know that. So he's off the list, right? We can mark him off. Yeah. And then Rebecca, do we know what she was doing? Um, Rebecca... She left the... Well, we know she made out with Ted at one point, but that was yeah. for, what, a couple minutes? Yeah. It wasn't all night. Yeah. So she's a maybe. <laughs> um, well, I mean, we ended up finding out who it was, but yeah. mm-hmm. um, this entire episode, you know, Sutton suspects Rebecca, and it really caused a rift, or it caused a rift in their relationship, because mm-hmm. Sutton's kind of been blindly following Rebecca, mm-hmm. and this is the first time where she she actually doesn't believe her. Mm-hmm. Well, do we, do you think that... Ted is the killer, though. Like, he killed Derek, and then she was on the hot trail, so he killed her, too? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, we were talking about how the murderers are always, like, the unexpected people, you know, like, the friendly, nice people that you would never expect, <laughs> and then that happened, and we're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Came true. I mean, but just because he was leaving flowers doesn't necessarily mean he exactly. was the one who killed him. And that, yeah. that's one of the things that I've thought the entire time. Maybe, you know, Derek was blackmailing him. Maybe he, you know, threatened him at one point, but we don't know whether he was the killer or not. But where is she then? You know, or that's he, the yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it is a, it's a huge question. And, um... Yeah, at the at the very end of the episode, we see, you know, Emma's been trying to clear Ted's name this entire episode because she doesn't think that he is capable of murdering someone. And, um, you know, she enlisted Thayer's help. She en- enlisted Ethan's help. And it, it was very suspicious when she caught him at the very end in the graveyard looking for his ID, which he dropped the night before. That's, I mean... That's pretty bad. And he was freaking out so much that he lost an ID. I mean, think about if you lost your ID, you would be, like, frantically looking. But he was, like, tearing through the house. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get caught. Guilty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I I would go to the cemetery first, right? Yeah, because you don't want that showing up, too. Well, I feel like at the same time, he wouldn't want to get caught at the cemetery during daylight because there, there are police staking it out. Yeah. So... 
So he snuck over at night. Little did he know, Emma would be waiting. <laughs> Which I kind of... I feel like if Dan was so hot on that trail of like, oh, no, no one step on this graveyard. We don't want to, like, disturb any evidence. He would have found the ID. Yeah. yeah. How did they not find that? And it was just like he... <laughs> they picked up, like, leaves and some twigs, and it was just right there. Wasn't he, it? I mean, he saw footprints. He's like, I see a female's footprints. I see male's footprints. You would think, like, so oh, they were look, and there's an ID, too. Like... Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> well, we, maybe it was planted there at another time. I don't know. Oh, I, I, uh, you know, who, who knows? There are a lot of... Or maybe of that was things, that yeah. was one of the editorial things that, you know, we missed. And <laughs> we have to <laughs> pretend we didn't see because or, we're watching television. <laughs> or Dan just didn't see it. Maybe it was caught in between a couple leaves. Yes. We don't know. <laughs> that's an interesting thing if someone planted it there. But then good. why would why would Ted go looking for it there if it was planted? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. So that doesn't make sense. <laughs> so was it stupid for Emma to go alone to the graveyard? Or is I it just so. to protect Ted? I thought I I think it's stupid to go to a dark graveyard by yourself at night, yeah. no matter if I mean, I just wouldn't want to by myself, and I don't have some weird twin craziness going on in my life. <laughs> just sounds kind of scary. Maybe she was trying to get Thayer out of the picture a little bit, like trying to like distance herself, be yeah. independent. Yeah. She, I mean, she has been doing that this entire episode. Yeah, she's been trying to get closer. to That's Ethan. why I don't feel like they're gonna last. Yeah, I think they're gonna be <laughs> done so soon. Yeah. So. um... We want to know, does this mean that Ted killed Derek or kidnapped Teresa? What did he do to to Emma? Did they just have a nice talk or did he do something worse? Find out. Next episode? <laughs> Next episode. Okay, good. <laughs> Lots of stuff. Okay. So, any other questions from this episode? Too many. I know. <laughs> I but feel like... we just have to wait and see. I mean... There's only so much you can predict. I don't want Ted to be the killer because I've liked him this time and I don't <laughs> like Rebecca and Alec and I want one of them to be the murderers because <laughs> their characters are just manipulative and cruel. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't plan that, though, of course. <laughs> I just have to wait I'll put a word in with the writers. <laughs> can you tell them to write it? So. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's get into our special segment with you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So um, everyone, you know, all of the fans who listen to our podcast obviously know you as Laurel from The Lion Game, but um, they might not know how heavily involved you are with music, and you've Mm -hmm. had your band, the Mad, or is it the... The Good Mad. The Good Mad. Yeah. Um, You've had them play on The Lion Game countless times. Yeah. So how'd that that whole involvement get started? It's very weird. Um, (laughs) The creator of the show, Chuck Pratt, uh, came to me one day and he was like, I know you are musically gifted and we'd like to write a music storyline for Laurel. And nice. I was like, okay. Right up your alley. Christmas. <laughs> is this Christmas? Um, <laughs> it did feel like a giant Christmas present. Um, but yeah, it's just been, it's been crazy. Uh, they were originally going to hire like a local Austin band to play backup for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said, why don't you just like take a listen, see what you think of my band? And they liked it. And uh, Adam, one of my bandmates, auditioned for the role of Baz, and he got it. And so we were able to play our music and and do that. That's awesome. Yeah. And you guys have been featured a lot, and it seems like they feature your music even when you guys aren't playing. 
sometimes. Y- yeah. 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 Um, so I read in a bunch of interviews that you're actually music was your first passion and then mm-hmm. acting came later. Yes. So when did acting come into the picture? Um, well, I was a dan or I still am a dancer, but mm-hmm. I I was a dancer when I was younger and I always knew that I wanted to do acting because with dancing and stuff you have to act as well. Mm-hmm. It's just not with talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, film and uh, television, that didn't really come into play until I moved out here. Um, and I moved out to L.A. F- to pursue music, but also to do acting it, or see if I could. Yeah. Um, and I, I booked a couple jobs, and and now here I am. <laughs> <laughs> what type of dance do you do? Um, mostly ballet. Uh, but I was in a girl group for a little while called The, the Stunners. Stunners. <laughs> And we did, like, kind of uh, hip-hop, you know, choreographed yeah. sexy stuff. <laughs> I saw a bunch of videos from you guys on uh, Justin Bieber's My World Tour. Yeah. And you guys were, like, working it on stage. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we worked it. We worked our butts off. Yeah. How was it like to tour with Bieber? Crazy. Insane. <laughs> I, I'm so ready to go on tour again. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, this is, you know, acting is sort of been the focus for the last couple years and which has been fine like mm-hmm. I, I like sort of getting to see what it's all about but I am working on some solo music mm-hmm. um, and hopefully I'll be putting out an album relatively soon yeah. I saw some of your covers on uh, your YouTube page and I wanted to say the Beyonce Halo song is like one of my favorite songs of all time but you oh. took it to a new level oh, it was so you. good yeah, it's, I like had chills. It's funny <laughs> so because uh, when I first started watching the Lion Game, I think it was the first time your band played on it. I didn't realize that you were in a band or anything at that time, and I was thinking like, "Wow, this is really good music. I want to like. I wish it was a real band so I could <laughs> listen to it." <laughs> and I thought for you. that, and I was like, oh, <laughs> "What a coincidence!" Yeah. <laughs> so the Stunners and the Good Mad are completely different genres of music. What was the departure like? Like which kind of music do you like more? I much prefer the music that I'm doing now um, mm-hmm. with the Good Mad. Um, it, it's it's just totally different. Like mm-hmm. I I loved being in the Stunners and I loved getting to exercise. You know the female power. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like do sexy choreography <laughs> and like be with a bunch of cute girls all the time. Like it was fun. Um, but as a musician, like as an artist, I feel much more free to express myself and be who I naturally am as a musician. Um, and I didn't get to play violin that much in the Stunners, which... I can't jump around on stage with the violin. Well, yeah, and it just didn't, you know, pop music and violin. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I, I like I like the more folksy, rootsy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds cool. It's definitely a different sound than I think I've ever heard. So. Oh, well, thanks. That's good. That's very good to hear. When did you first start getting into music? How old were you? Um, ironically, so this is so weird, um, I met the Dixie Chicks when I was four, and I fell in love with the fiddle player, and I was like, I that's got to be my life. So I started playing violin when I was seven, and then started uh, performing shortly after the Chicks released their first uh, album with Natalie. And Natalie is married to Adrian Pastar, who oh. plays Alec. That's wow. random. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's a small world. I know. Yeah. I, like, freaked out whenever I heard <laughs> that he was going to be on our show. I was like, oh my god, he's married to Natalie Mays. Have you met her now, like, again? No. No? 
I've actually never met her. I met the sisters when I was younger. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so that's sort of how I like got into music and uh, been performing on stage since I was like 10 mm-hmm. doing music. And you guys film The Lion Game in Austin, right? Mm -hmm. So that's pretty close to home. You grew up in outside Dallas, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Austin is very different from Mm -hmm. where I'm from, uh, (laughs) which I like. It's it's completely crazy. There's so many artists there. um, So the energy is always like a lot. But it's cool because there's so much progressive... Mm -hmm. Like stuff you happening. You have South there. by Southwest. You have like so many bands there. I amazing I love restaurants. Austin. Yeah, yeah. Sixth Street and <laughs> music, live music. Uh, yeah, Sixth Street is crazy. <laughs> do you get to go out with your castmates a lot? Yeah, yeah. yeah we definitely do. We uh, we usually hang out on the weekends together. So we'll, we'll plan either something fun inside, like Tyler likes to cook. I heard that, and he's amazing. He's, he's like, good. Oh yeah, he's like <laughs> such a good cook. Um, and or we'll like go like out on the river or out on the lake or something. Yeah. But we always find something fun to do. What is the Barton Springs? Do you go there ever? Yeah. I've actually only been there once, Um, (laughs) and it's fun. It's kind of like a hippie scene. Mm -hmm. Like there will be like girls with their tops off there, and like really, yeah, and like you. I've been there a couple times, and it's like so PG. Really? Yeah, and it's it's like 108 degree heat because that's how Austin is, and everyone's just and the water's freezing. Even if it's like hot outside, it's the water's so cold, so it feels really good to jump in. So do you get to go home to Dallas a lot since you're closer? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, My family comes to me a lot. Okay. Uh, which is lovely. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I usually find, like, one or two times to drive up to Dallas while I'm filming. That's nice. My family's from Dallas, too. So. Really? Yeah. Whereabouts? Um, Highland Park. My grandparents live there. I love Highland Park. Yeah. It's so pretty. And it's I like have a lot quite... of friends from Highland Park. Really? Mm-hmm. Aw. I need yeah, to go to I Texas. Miss it. <laughs> you do. I'm missing out. Yeah. Um, so... Any embarrassing stories from the cast filming? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you. <laughs> no. Um, I, I, I honestly, like, can't pull yeah. one out. I mean, I'm trying to think, like, someone's pants falling down or something. Like, um, Doesn't just, happen? No. We. I mean, there will be, like, pranks pulled yeah. on each other and stuff. Like, uh, I know... Th- uh, Christian likes to pull pranks on people, which is kind of funny. <laughs> and Ryan. Any memorable um, ones that have happened to people? You know, he hasn't done anything to me. I think he's, like, kind of afraid. Because, like... You would retaliate? I might retaliate. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's scared of it. Who are you closest with on the cast? Who do you hang out with? Is that a hard question? Yeah. I would probably say I'm closest with Alice. Okay. Yeah. Is it a pretty close cast? Like, everyone kind of hangs out together and is pretty friendly? Or is it clicky? Or ah, A bit of both. I mean, you know, I, there are people who click more yeah. with other people. Um, it's also, you but, have such different age groups, so it's... Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but at the same time, we, like, we all hang, hang out together and, yeah. like, it works. Mm-hmm. So. so I want to do a little game. Okay. Word association. I'm sure you've done it before. Oh, God. <laughs> um, we're going to oh, name no. a character and give us the first word that pops into your head about what <laughs> describes that character. Okay. So, Kristen. Innocent. Emma. 
learning. Sutton. Self-conscious. Ted. Just innocent. Innocent? Oh. Yeah. Uh, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. Uh, cool. Mads? I guess that doesn't really describe her character. I was going to say hot. She is hot. <laughs> she is hot. She's like a Victoria's Secret. Alec? Alec. Mysterious. And Laurel. <laughs> you. <laughs> Me. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Laurel. Um, relatable. Okay. I would say hot for them all. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you have a very attractive cast. <laughs> yes, we do. Good casting, too. Yeah. They're not just hot, they're also talented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys get a lot of comparisons to uh, Pretty Little Liars? No. <laughs> I feel like there are so many people that like both of those shows. I mean, oh, they, yeah. they air pretty much at the same time, but other than that. I mean, I think, like, the main similarity is that we have, like, you know, like, stylish girls yeah. on our show. Um, and, like, cute guys. Yeah. And the mystery. And the mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, um, let's get into our predictions for the evening. And now... You're you like the music? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Halloween. I always geek out when I hear the music. So, a couple questions for the night. What do we think happened to Teresa? I know we kind of went over it. Murdered? Kidnapped? Left? For some reason, I don't think she's dead. I think she's going to come back. I don't think she's dead. I think she's kidnapped, <laughs> and she's going to come back later. <laughs> That's my prediction. Yeah. What do you think? You think I know you can't, predict you can't predict because you know. No, I don't know. I, I I hope that she's not dead. I don't think that uh, Emma's dead either. They couldn't kill her off, obviously, but um, <laughs> that would be really weird. Um, but then Alexandra would just be playing one character, <laughs> which she'd probably be happy about. <laughs> I heard that she actually likes playing Sutton better. Which I mean, you get to have more fun, yeah. like. I don't know, Sutton has more just, like, she's messed up, but at least she, like, knows what she wants. She's and got she has an attitude. Yeah. She would be kind of fun to play, though, because she's sassier yeah. and, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> do we think that Ted is going to do something to keep Emma quiet? Probably. What do you think? I don't know. If he's a good guy, I think he'll just cave. Let it go. Yeah. But then know. everything's going to come out. Yeah. Maybe she'll be like, no, don't. You're my dad. I think he might <laughs> lie and say, come up with some excuse to make himself look innocent. He has been lying a lot. Yes. And then um, what do we think that Alec is going to do in this next episode? Oh. He's always up to up He's to something. always. <laughs> I think he's going to be creeping on people, you know, lurking in the corners. I have no idea. <laughs> That's just a general prediction because he does that every episode. What do you think? I, he's going to be creepy again. I just I feel like he was nice for a couple episodes. I think he's back to hiding stuff. They're just playing with our minds. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, <laughs> that is our episode for tonight. Um, Allie, if people want to find your music or follow you on Twitter, how can they do that? Uh, my Twitter handle is at go underscore N-I-N-O. My last name, Godino. <laughs> and uh, my website, or our website, is thegoodmad.com. Cool. 
Danica. And you can find me on Twitter at Danica Kennedy and at DanicaKennedy.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. And you can find all of us here on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV. So for everyone here at AfterBuzzTV, Ali, Danica, Marissa, myself, thank you so much for tuning in and make sure to tune in again next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! Buzz you later. Here in are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.